Believe it or not. Strange, the bizarre, the unexpected. Unbelievable? Believe it. Ripley's Believe It or Not. Incomparable, inimitable, illimitable, inestimable, introducer of immeasurable, incalculable, incredible impossibility. Welcome to Ripley's Believe It or Not cast, the podcast that brings you deep into the strange, the bizarre, and the unusual. I'm Colton Cruz. And I'm Steph DeSazio. If you're wondering where Brett and Ryan are, don't worry. They're all preparing for incredible season two of the Notcast. Adam Darkot here as well. In the meantime, we'll be taking a closer look at the or not side of Ripley's Believe It or Not. This week, we're talking about cockroaches and the idea that these skittering insects can survive nuclear Armageddon. Cockroaches are notoriously hard to kill, so taking a look at cartoons through the years, we've got plenty of them. All of which can be found on Ripley's.com and our social media platforms. You'll learn there that cockroaches can hold their breath for up to 40 minutes and even live without their head for up to a week. That is disgusting. Cockroaches, generally, I think most people find repulsive. I don't know anyone who actively sees a cockroach in their kitchen and is excited. It's not like the snow white animal that comes in and people are really thrilled to see. <laughs> not, the, not the bunny or sparrow, for sure. Absolutely not. It's not like you're excited to see the cockroach scurrying across your kitchen floor. Which is a little unfounded, right? Cockroaches, they're just regular insects that eat detritus, mostly. There are even butterflies that eat detritus, like uh, blue morphos, you know, the ones with the shiny blue wings and stuff. They eat the same thing as cockroaches, but, you know, they're quote beautiful not many people would compare a beautiful butterfly to a cockroach so i think the biggest problem with the cockroach is the little antenna on top that are a little bit too long mm. for the body that cause some concern that's, that's true then being it? brown doesn't help too no nobody <laughs> likes things that are brown the antenna though are definitely they help keep them clean i've learned so while you think a cockroach might be extremely disgusting the antenna are the part that they actually clean like a cat or a dog would clean their fur that's what the cockroaches do so they're not as disgusting as you might think I think I'm more disgusted thinking of a cockroach <laughs> cleaning itself with the antenna, making sure that shell's nice and shiny, show off to all the other cockroaches down the cockroach nightclub. I guess that's the thing. Yeah. Well, the, the cockroach only dies, uh, going back to where we were meant to be, it only dies when it doesn't have anything else to eat and drink. It doesn't die from the injuries it sustains. It's actually starvation that is the downfall of the common cockroach. Well, aside from physical impairments, like quite literally losing their heads. Cockroaches have actually been found in incredibly harsh environments. Some of these include rainforests and deserts, and an extreme environment would actually be in a woman's nasal passage. So I have questions. I have many questions. Yeah, so tell us more about this nasal passage cockroach stuff. Sure. So this happened to a woman in Chennai, India. She had gone to two clinics before she was referred to a government hospital. The roach had actually lodged itself deep into her nasal passage and was still living. She could feel it wriggling and squirming inside of her head. And it didn't want to leave. It made a nice home for itself. So they actually had to use a suction apparatus to get it out of her head. I can't imagine having something the size of a roach inside my face. So I, I have numerous questions. First of all, what were the first two clinics doing <laughs> when they looked inside and went... Uh, no, nothing there. We don't want to deal with that. Well, yes. From the report of the hospitals, they actually had to go to x-rays to be able to see that. It was literally in between her eyes. Oh. Oh, my God. With the brain behind it. This feels like a nightmare I might have had a few times coming to life, and I just can't imagine being this poor woman. 
the second question I have is when they say suction apparatus, do they mean a vacuum? Because I now imagine a woman with the, the dirt devil just up to her nose trying well, to get the, it out. The entire process of the removal procedure did take 45 minutes. So <laughs> it was not a short, just. Yeah. Oof, it just gets worse and worse. All right. So we've pretty much established that cockroaches are tough and gross, but could they survive a nuclear blast? Well, the modern-day atomic bomb releases the equivalent of 15 megatons of TNT. For physics fans out there, that's 63,000 petajoules of force. And for someone a little less inclined to physics, peta means... So basically, you take the 63,000, and then you add 15 more zeros at the end of it. <laughs> so you keep going past the million, past the billion, and, and just keep going. Interesting. So a cockroach's exoskeleton can actually hold up to a lot of force. Unlike an insect like a grasshopper who depends on their exoskeleton for rigidity, you know, the jumping and whatnot, they need to be able to use leverage. A cockroach's skeleton is meant for squishing. Their frame is made up of overlapping plates that are all attached by a stretchy membrane, allowing their bodies to be flattened without harm. A study published by the National Academy of Sciences found that they can withstand forces about 900 times their body weight. Part of that study did come with a, a hilarious video. We'll add it to the show notes for those of you that really want to watch this. Uh, it's a non-lethal cockroach squishing machine. Sounds like an art project, but apparently you can have a lot of fun with the cockroach's squishy body. Yeah, it sounds like something I need in my house next time I encounter a cockroach. But if it can withstand 900 times its body weight, is that actually enough for the cockroach to withstand an apocalypse? Well, a cockroach only weighs about as much as a paperclip meaning they're crushed by anything exerting two pounds on them. Like, literally, that's that's a box of donuts. A dozen donuts is enough weight to crush and, and fatally squish a cockroach. Do you reckon you could do it with, like, a half dozen if they were the really weighty filled donuts, and that would get you there? I mean, yeah, yeah. if it's filled donuts, half dozen for sure. Okay, all right. I need to know, because obviously when I encounter a cockroach, I don't know how you deal with it, Steph, but I just run to the store, <laughs> pick up a dozen donuts, and place it right on top. Okay, now, and then you do have to make sure that you don't just willy-nilly set it on top. You have to make sure all of the weight is supported by the cockroach. Okay. So you'd have to corner drop it or something. <laughs> or you just pile the donuts all in the center and just smack it. Yeah. Yeah, we need to go to vertical tubular donut cases. But then the donut, if I take the box and rotate, then the donuts are going to be ruined, mm. which is a whole bigger issue yeah. because then I've got a cockroach to remove and 12 ruined donuts. Yeah, that's a price you're going to have to figure out if you want to pay. And even if you did stack the hole in the middle, they're they're just fine. I think filled donuts were the the way to go. I think yeah. you had it. I think you had it in the beginning. Filled donuts in like a tennis ball tube, <laughs> yeah. just one atop the other. Uh, unfortunately for the cockroach, though, the atomic bomb does exert more than a box of donuts, no matter how we rotate or shape the box. Uh, the estimated force needed to defeat the cockroach is 0.02 joules, a figure that obviously pales in comparison to the nuke's 63,000 petajoules. So basically, the cockroach is taking the L here. Oh, yeah. It, <laughs> it doesn't have a chance. In a direct head-to-head, -head, I think the nuclear blast obviously defeats no matter how strong the exoskeleton of the cockroach is. Oh, yeah. It's, I don't understand when people are like, yeah, it'll just, it'll just take it. And then you see cartoons and stuff. And they just kind of sit there and it washes yeah. over them. It's not <laughs> happening. The heat alone is enough to, to just vaporize the cockroach. Not just the cockroach, but yeah, you know, like, we'll, we'll keep this it. Is a, this is a, this you know a, a fictional just control space setting where it's just a cockroach, <laughs> a nuclear bomb in space. I can't imagine a world where the first thing after a nuke goes off, people are like think of the cockroaches. How did they do? <laughs> okay, so maybe we're not even talking about the fact that a cockroach can or cannot survive an explosion, which we now know it cannot. 
Um, but I don't think that's what people are actually talking about when they pose the question, Do can cockroaches survive this nuclear apocalypse? Maybe they're just talking about the radiation. Yeah, so uh, the big thing here is cockroaches are actually better than us at dealing with radiation. If it could skitter away into a crack, it's far away from the, the blast, the, the key kind of center of that explosion, and there was enough buildings and other structures in between, it can actually take up to 10,000 rads, depending on the exact type of cockroach, uh, to, to kill it that way. Humans can only withstand about 1,000, so uh, they're a little okay. bit more resilient so than like us. So up to 10 times more resistant to radiation than people. Yeah, they 100% are. I mean, some of the lower ones, we said 10,000, even some of the, I guess, weaker cockroaches can take about 5,000 rats to kill. Okay. So the radioactive fallout produced from nuclear detonations can quickly spread to the air and the earth thanks to wind and rain. You know, that's always the danger. The prevailing winds carry the fallout and that's actually more dangerous than the explosion itself. But based on mortality rates and estimates by army physicists, people within two kilometers of the Hiroshima site were exposed to lethal amounts of radiation in the first 48 hours after impact, with levels surpassing that depending on the time they spent in the area. So if they spent more time in the area, it was even more lethal, I guess, is the idea. Right. So modern-day nuclear ordinances are much stronger and often much more radioactive. So it's very unlikely that roaches would actually survive this radiation in any significant way. So I guess that's it. The nuke wins on both fronts. Sure, a roach far enough away and protected from significant fallout could survive, but at that point, so could a human, right? I think that if you estimate the lifespan of a cockroach, the lifespan of a human, and then compare that to a 5 to 10, like even on the, like that rat exposure of time, it, it's, it's pretty much a toss-up. I, I think if you've got the cockroach far enough away, in a crack, in a fridge, protected yeah. from it all, it would probably be fine. Covered by yeah. a box of donuts. Just like Dr. Jones. Like. Exactly like Dr. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> but, but again, that, that's not what people are taught. Like, they aren't going to become this dominant species because they, are, they alone survived um, nuclear Armageddon. So while the cockroach may not be radiation resistant, there's some insects that have much higher rad tolerances. The Braconidae wasp easily withstood the Hiroshima fallout and is estimated to resist radiation up to 180,000 rads. On top of that, water bears, particularly hardy microinvertebrae, can even survive up to 3 million rads. Believe it or not! The Interim Notcast is produced by myself and Sabrina Seek. Our executive producers Amanda Joyner, and special thanks go out to Brent and Ryan for letting us host the show while they're at work on Season 2. You can find more stories and other or nots on our website, ripleys.com. And as always, if you enjoyed this episode of The Notcast, Please like, subscribe, and tell your friends. We'd love to hear your feedback, so be sure to leave a review on the Notcast on iTunes. If you have questions, comments, concerns, ideas, or truly just feel like sharing a weird fact with all of us, email us at notcast at ripleys.com or tweet us at ripleys. Tune in next week when we take on the myth of alligator-filled moats. So did you guys know there are water bears on the moon now? Interesting. So the most hardy species, can they survive the vacuum of space? They can take on radiation. Why can't they take on the moon? How do they get there? There was a crashed space mission from, I believe it was Israel. Okay. Sent them up in that direction. And, uh, didn't land, it just crashed. So there's free running water. This friend of mine, he was five years old. Oh, my God. He dressed up in his sister's clothes. And his daddy got so mad that he beat him with a rubber hose. But he grew up.
Welcome to Ripley's Believe It or Not cast, the podcast that brings you deep into the strange, the bizarre, and the unusual. I'm Colton Cruz. And I'm Steph DeSazio. If you're wondering where Brett and Ryan are, don't worry. They're all preparing for incredible season two of the Notcast. Adam Darkot here as well. In the meantime, we'll be taking a closer look at the or not side of Ripley's Believe It or Not. This week, we're talking about cockroaches and the idea that these skittering insects can survive nuclear Armageddon. Cockroaches are notoriously hard to kill, so taking a look at cartoons through the years, we've got plenty of them. All of which can be found on Ripley's.com and our social media platforms. You'll learn there that cockroaches can hold their breath for up to 40 minutes and even live without their head for up to a week. That is disgusting. Cockroaches, generally, I think most people find repulsive. I don't know anyone who actively sees a cockroach in their kitchen and is excited. It's not like the snow white animal that comes in and people are really thrilled to see. (laughs) Not the the bunny or sparrow, for sure. Absolutely not. It's not like you're excited to see the cockroach scurrying across your kitchen floor. Which is a little unfounded, right? Cockroaches, they're just regular insects that eat detritus, mostly. There are even butterflies that eat detritus, like uh, blue morphos, you know, the ones with the shiny blue wings and stuff. They eat the same thing as cockroaches, but, you know, they're quote beautiful not many people would compare a beautiful butterfly to a cockroach so i think the biggest problem with the cockroach is the little antenna on top that are a little bit too long mm. for the body that cause some concern that's, that's true them being it? brown doesn't help too no nobody <laughs> likes things that are brown the antenna though are definitely they help keep them clean i've learned so while you think a cockroach might be extremely disgusting the antenna are the part that they actually clean like a cat or a dog would clean their fur that's what the cockroaches do so they're not as disgusting as you might think I think I'm more disgusted thinking of a cockroach <laughs> cleaning itself with the antenna, making sure that shell's nice and shiny, show off to all the other cockroaches down the cockroach nightclub. I guess that's a thing. Yeah. Well, the, the cockroach only dies, uh, going back to where we were meant to be, it only dies when it doesn't have anything else to eat and drink. It doesn't die from the injuries it sustains. It's actually starvation that is the downfall of the common cockroach. Well, aside from physical impairments, like quite literally losing their heads. Cockroaches have actually been found in incredibly harsh environments. Some of these include rainforests and deserts, and an extreme environment would actually be in a woman's nasal passage. So I have questions. I have many questions. Yeah, so tell us more about this nasal passage cockroach stuff. Sure. So this happened to a woman in Chennai, India. She had gone to two clinics before she was referred to a government hospital. The roach had actually lodged itself deep into her nasal passage and was still living. She could feel it wriggling and squirming inside of her head. And it didn't want to leave. It made a nice home for itself. So they actually had to use a suction apparatus to get it out of her head. I can't imagine having something the size of a roach inside my face. So I I have numerous questions. First of all, what were the first two clinics doing (laughs) when they looked inside and went... Uh, no, nothing there. We don't want to deal with that. Well, yes. Yeah, from the report of the hospitals, they actually had to go to x-rays to be able to see that it was literally in between her eyes. Oh, oh my God. With the brain behind it. This feels like a nightmare I might have had a few times coming to life, and I just can't imagine being this poor woman. The second question I have is, when they say suction apparatus, do they mean a vacuum? Because I now imagine a woman with the, the dirt devil just up to her nose, trying well, to get the, it out. The entire process of the removal procedure did take 45 minutes, so oh, it was what? not a short, just... Yeah. Oof, it just gets worse and worse. Alright, so we've pretty much established that cockroaches are tough and gross, but could they survive a nuclear blast? Well, the modern-day atomic bomb releases the equivalent of 15 megatons of TNT, 
For physics fans out there, that's 63,000 petajoules of force. And for someone a little less inclined to physics, peta means... So basically you take the 63,000 and then you add 15 more zeros at the end of it. <laughs> so you keep going past the million, past the billion, and, and just keep going. Interesting. So a cockroach's exoskeleton can actually hold up to a lot of force. Unlike an insect like a grasshopper who depends on their exoskeleton for rigidity, you know, the jumping and whatnot, they need to be able to use leverage. A cockroach's skeleton is meant for squishing. Their frame is made up of overlapping plates that are all attached by a stretchy membrane, allowing their bodies to be flattened without harm. A study published by the National Academy of Sciences found that they can withstand forces about 900 times their body weight. Part of that study did come with a, a hilarious video. We'll add it to the show notes for those of you that really want to watch this. Uh, it's a non-lethal cockroach squishing machine. Sounds like an art project, but apparently you can have a lot of fun with the cockroach's squishy body. Yeah, it sounds like something I need in my house next time I encounter a cockroach. But if it can withstand 900 times its body weight, is that actually enough for the cockroach to withstand an apocalypse? Well, a cockroach only weighs about as much as a paperclip meaning they're crushed by anything exerting two pounds on them. Like, literally, that's, that's a box of donuts. A dozen donuts is enough weight to crush and, and fatally squish a cockroach. Do you reckon you could do it with, like, a half dozen if they were the really weighty filled donuts, and that would get you there? I mean, yeah, yeah. if it's filled donuts, half dozen for sure. Okay, all right. I need to know, because obviously when I encounter a cockroach, I don't know how you deal with it, Steph, but I just run to the store, <laughs> pick up a dozen donuts, and place it right on top. Okay, now, and then you do have to make sure that you don't just willy-nilly set it on top. You have to make sure all of the weight is supported by the cockroach. Okay. So you'd have to corner drop it or something. <laughs> or you just pile the donuts all in the center and just smack it. Yeah. Yeah, we need to go to vertical tubular donut cases. But then the donut, if I take the box and rotate, then the donuts are going to be ruined, mm. which is a whole bigger issue yeah. because then I've got a cockroach to remove and 12 ruined donuts. Yeah, that's a price you're going to have to figure out if you want to pay. And even if you did stack the hole in the middle, they're they're just fine. I think filled donuts were the the way to go. I think yeah. you had it. I think you had it in the beginning. Filled donuts in like a tennis ball tube, <laughs> yeah. just one atop the other. Uh, unfortunately for the cockroach, though, the atomic bomb does exert more than a box of donuts, no matter how we rotate or shape the box. Uh, the estimated force needed to defeat the cockroach is 0.02 joules, a figure that obviously pales in comparison to the nuke's 63,000 petajoules. So basically, the cockroach is taking the L here. Oh, yeah. It, it doesn't have a chance. In a direct head-to-head, -head, I think the nuclear blast obviously defeats no matter how strong the exoskeleton of the cockroach is. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, I don't understand when people are like, yeah, it'll just, it'll just take it. And then you see cartoons and stuff. And they just kind of sit there and it washes yeah. over them. It's not <laughs> happening. The heat alone is enough to, to just vaporize not just the cockroach, but yeah, you know, like, we'll, we'll keep this it. Is a, this is a, this you know a, a fictional just control space setting where it's just a cockroach, like a nuclear bomb in space. I can't imagine a world where the first thing after a nuke goes off, people are like think of the cockroaches. How did they do? <laughs> okay, so maybe we're not even talking about the fact that a cockroach can or cannot survive an explosion, which we now know it cannot. Um, but I don't think that's what people are actually talking about when they pose the question: Do can cockroaches? survive this nuclear apocalypse. Maybe they're just talking about the radiation. Yeah, so uh, the big thing here is cockroaches are actually better than us at dealing with radiation. If it could skitter away into a crack, it's far away from the, the blast, the, the key kind of center of that explosion, and there was enough buildings and other structures in between, it can actually take up to 
10,000 rads, depending on the exact type of cockroach, uh, to, to kill it that way. Humans can only withstand about 1,000, so uh, they're a little okay. bit more resilient so than So, like, us. up to 10 times more resistant to radiation than, than people. Yeah, they 100% are. I mean, some of the lower ones, we said 10,000, even some of the, I guess, weaker cockroaches can take about 5,000 rads to kill. Okay. So the radioactive fallout produced from nuclear detonations can quickly spread to the air and the earth thanks to wind and rain. You know, that's always the danger. The prevailing winds carry the fallout, and that's actually more dangerous than the explosion itself. But based on mortality rates and estimates by army physicists, people within two kilometers of the Hiroshima site were exposed to lethal amounts of radiation in the first 48 hours after impact, with levels surpassing that depending on the time they spent in the area. So if they spent more time in the area, it was even more lethal, I guess, is the idea. Right. So modern day nuclear ordinances are much stronger and often much more radioactive. So it's very unlikely that roaches would actually survive this radiation in any significant way. So I guess that's it. The nuke wins on both fronts. Sure, a roach far enough away and protected from significant fallout could survive. But at that point, so could a human, right? I think that if you estimate the lifespan of a cockroach, the lifespan of a human, and then compare that to a five to ten, like even on the, like that rad exposure of time, it, it's, it's pretty much a toss up. I... <sighs> I think if you've got the cockroach far enough away, in a crack, in a fridge, protected yeah. from it all, it would probably be fine. Covered by yeah. a box of donuts. Just like Dr. Jones. Like. Exactly like Dr. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> but but again, that, that's not what people are taught. Like, they aren't going to become this dominant species because they, are, they alone survived um, nuclear Armageddon. So while the cockroach may not be radiation resistant, there's some insects that have much higher rad tolerances. The Braconidae wasp easily withstood the Hiroshima fallout and is estimated to resist radiation up to 180,000 rads. On top of that, water bears, particularly hardy microinvertebrae, can even survive up to 3 million rads. Believe it or not! The Interim Notcast is produced by myself and Sabrina Seek. Our executive producers Amanda Joyner and special thanks go out to Brent and Ryan for letting us host the show while they're at work on Season 2. You can find more stories and other or nots on our website, ripleys.com. And as always, if you enjoyed this episode of The Notcast, please like, subscribe, and tell your friends. We love to hear your feedback, so be sure to leave a review on The Notcast on iTunes. If you have questions, comments, concerns, ideas, or truly just feel like sharing a weird fact with all of us, email us at notcast at ripleys.com or tweet us at ripleys. Tune in next week when we take on the myth of alligator-filled moats. So did you guys know there are water bears on the moon now? Interesting. So the most hardy species, can they survive the vacuum of space? They can take on radiation. Why can't they take on the moon? How did they get there? Uh, there was a crashed space mission from, I believe it was Israel. Okay. Sent them up in that direction. And, uh, it didn't land, it just crashed. So there's free roaming water.